As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. H. Give me an I. I. Give me a G. G. Give me an H. H. Give me a S C H O O L. S C H O O L. What does that spell? High, High school. school. That's right. Today we're discussing all things nerds, preps, jocks, and outcasts. How do you go from wanting to fit in to what am I going to do with the rest of my life in a matter of four years? <laughs> the hormones, the tests, the drama. Can you believe Steve from math class didn't ask me to prom? This is the worst day of my life. So get your number two pencils out and settled in your seats because we're talking high school on this episode of The Brighter Side. Yeah, baby. I really should have got stoned for this. This would have been more appropriate. (laughs) I have a couple like weed stories from high school. Hell yeah. Did Did you smoke weed in high school? Well, once, which is my first official time, was at a cemetery with all the goth kids. Ooh. And I thought that was pretty fun. I only took one puff because I was very scared. Yeah. And the other time, the first time, my quote-unquote friend sold me a bag of oregano and then I get home and I try to smoke it and I'm like hey I call him up and I'm like hey this isn't getting me high and he was like laughing at me and he said come on you're high you're high and I was like no I'm not high and then the next day he told everybody at school that I called him and said your stuff got me so high when I sold her oregano He's a cop now. Son of a bitch. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. Full, full-time trickster. Full, <laughs> full-time son of a bitch. Um, I'm a full-time son of a bitch. <laughs> I was I was loving our funeral episode that we did last week. I I, uh, I think it was a really good one. So I went back and I got more British food uh, just to see if it kept me uh, randy. What'd you get? I got a lamb shank with some um, potatoes au gratin. They sell lamb shanks there? It was on special. Oh my god! Yeah, and I guess so I had a full lamb shake. So if I'm moving slow again, oh boy. Well, I think British food does good for your system, Eddie. I mean, we'll you see. look like you're a man of the Highlands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ukrainian Polish. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It, it fits in with your blood system. <laughs> um, also, I wanted to give a, a nice little plug uh, to uh, Brighter Side Live on Twitch. Um, which is every other Wednesday. Our next one's going to be on June 7th. And then the one after that's going to be on June 21st, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're going every other Wednesday from now on. So uh, you want to watch that show, uh, tune in to twitch.tv slash Last Podcast Network. 
On the show, we often ask for your gripes and grumbles. We tell us about your problems and we'll give you uplifting. But then I started thinking, like, maybe people don't want to say their problems in front of everybody. On the internet where it lasts forever. Yeah. So if you want, if you're, if you need some advice to something that you don't want to ask in front of a room full of people, you can go ahead and you can uh, direct message that to Amber, myself, or the brighter side on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. And then uh, we'll, uh, we'll do it on the show. That way you don't have to. Say anything in front of everyone yeah, else. Yeah, I'll just be like, a user said that their mom hates them. You yeah. know what I mean? I won't say your name. Yeah, anonymous. 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 Speaking of announcements, Ed, I feel like in high school you did announcements, right? I did. I did the morning announcements until I got kicked off for being too goddamn funny. Oh, what joke did you make? I mean, all kinds of shit. I used to fuck with this. There was the Sekme Club. Sekme? Yeah, it was S-E-C-M-E was the club. I don't even know what the fuck they did. I never Sekme? took the time to learn. And so I used to always be like, and it's time for the... Sec me club, and I would do nothing else other than say their name real intense. Yeah, and then they uh, they got real offended, and uh, for some reason, I think because I was, you know, I made it sound like suck me, but Which like is, yeah, but I never did. I never like made innuendos. I really just read the copy they gave me, but I always would hit sec me, and uh, they really got them mad, and uh, so they complained, and then one day I uh, I, I forgot my lunch, and I wanted to. I wanted to get uh, what you call it. I wanted to get lunch. Yeah, you know, and I had no money, and so I started like making all these jokes about how poor I was and I needed food, and, and I had this like I put it like a piece of a star crunch, and I I attached it to my head, and I'm like I'm so hungry, I'm eating the scabs off my face, and I ripped it off and I ate it. All oh, right, and they uh, cut me, they kicked me off the announcement. You were too funny, a weird owl before your time. Yeah, they couldn't fucking they they didn't know what to do with me, they didn't know what to except for get rid of me. <laughs> uh, but you know, I took my talents to drama and the pep rallies. That's awesome. Yeah, but we'll get into that. We'll get into it. In high school, I would show up with a boombox and then like at school assemblies and if you know, they would have an assembly for like trash pickup, like mm-hmm. make sure you pick up your trash and I would just be like, "Well, of course they have to hear some Whitney today." Oh, that's nice. You know, and like no one asked me. I would show up and be like, "Hello, I'm here." I love that. That's and like no great. one ever stopped me. No, no one ever I'm... clapped either, but who gives a shit? <laughs> I'm in LA, baby. I love that shit. That's great. That's good. I recently, I think I talked about it recently, but I went down to uh, Florida and I threw a little high school reunion for a couple of my friends. Uh, like there was like 50 of us. It was very nice. Nice. And I rented a pavilion on the beach with Tooch and Bone Dog, who are both ladies. And uh, <laughs> and we uh, we had a nice time. And we uh, we It was so funny. I, I treated it like a high school party. I brought a bunch of weed and booze and Everyone just wanted seltzer, you know. It's oh, just like <laughs> I guess we're adults now. Yeah, and I, but I, I did get some fancy sandwiches from the Pickle Barrel. Shout out to the Pickle Barrel if you ever right. in Deerfield Beach on Hillsborough Boulevard, just south of ninety five or east of ninety five. Make sure you get some Pickle Barrel sandwiches. Right. Very good. Um, it feels like even though we are adults now, and high school was a different time for us, yeah. I think we still relate to a lot of the ideas of how do I fit in? Oh my God, I got to get my life together, and yeah. everything being so high stakes. It is crazy because I've been in L.A. now for almost six years, and I feel like I'm new yeah. still, you know? But, like, high school was only four years, and those are, like, very, like, important years. Yeah, every year was it's a lifetime. It's such a small part of your life, but it, like, means so much. It's very odd. Yeah. Even to this day when I meet people in South Florida, they're like, oh, what high school did you go to? Oh, you went there? You go fuck yourself. You know, like, it's still, like, <laughs> it still goes on. Now. And, like, high school football teams that have rivals, because I went to... 
a little school in Louisiana, and we would be so upset with somebody the town over that looked just like us. Yeah. And it makes me feel like the world is kind of like a bunch of American high school football teams mm-hmm. where we're just fighting for... Usually people that fight the most are with people that look just like you. Like, oh. if you were in a lineup, I'd be like, I don't know if you're Hungarian or Polish. I'm sorry. It's that great Simpsons episode, Lemon and Troy. You know, it's just like, just because they're in the next town over, they're lesser than or different than you, but they're all exactly the fucking same. Yeah. Um. So, what was the name of your high school? Franklinton High School. And who were you? Were were you, we were the, I was Olympic Heights Lions. Who were you? Were you what was your I don't mascot? Know what that is. Oh, our mascot, it used to be the devil. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of Christian families got together and they said, we don't like the devil being the mascot. It was actually pretty funny because it had a giant devil's head and they'd run around the field. And I mean, like, that's fun. Ah. And they're like, we don't like What's that. What's scarier than a devil? I know, nothing. But then they were like, we don't like the devil. So you know what it turned into? A flaming F. <laughs> Just, Those fucking idiots. I know. <laughs> yes. These are the same Christians that sing like deep inside me Jesus. You know oh, what I mean? Like yeah, they don't yeah, know yeah. the context of anything. <laughs> so we had somebody in a giant F outfit with fake flames running around. Oh my God. How much did you guys get made fun of? I don't know if anybody No one was no one caught on no to one what the hell it was. Yeah. We're the flaming F's. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody fucking knew, man. Yeah, yeah, the flaming F's. They go well <laughs> with the screaming O's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. And we had a uniform. I think our sophomore year it started the uniform because they wanted to reduce the bullying or whatever. And there were also a lot of poor kids. That... Public school? Mm-hmm. You had a uniform at public school? Yeah. Look at Louisiana. I know. It, it was a... Purple, purple, uh, purple, purple, purple. <laughs> it was khaki pants, or you could wear a skirt past the knees mm-hmm. and a plaid? purple polo. No plaid. It was purple and khaki. Oh, okay. It wasn't good. And I remember the principal being like, "Don't," because we had to vote on the school colors, and she's like, "Don't vote for purple." And I think everyone did just to fuck with her or yeah, whatever. Unless she wanted purple and knew that everyone would vote whatever she said, "Don't vote for." Yeah, exactly. You know, reverse psychology. Yeah. But we had the, just the ugliest uniforms. Oh. And so it was supposed to reduce bullying and it was supposed to reduce, there was a lot of poor kids, myself included, but they were kids. You had to buy uniforms. You had to buy the uniforms and you had to buy the outside outfits for parties Fuck and stuff. that shit. Yeah. That's awful. I hate that stuff. I used to, I, one of the reasons I started going to public school instead of private school was the uniforms. I went to Catholic school for many years and I hated the uniforms. They always wanted to make me wear a belt, and I hated belts because I was tubby, and the belt used to like rub up against my belly, and yeah. I, you know it would hurt me. And I was so I, I so I, I didn't want to wear a belt, and they, were, they gave me detention for not wearing a belt. So I went home and I cut all the belt loops off all my pants. There you go, good for yeah. you. That's three D chess right there. <laughs> yeah, and the lady's like, "You got to buy him new pants." And my mom's like, "No, I'm not buying him shit." <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, high school was much better than uh, private school. And uh, middle school was fine because I, I seventh and eighth grade, it was sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And I hated it so much. I've, I've talked about this on the show before, but I gave my parents an ultimatum. I was like, I'm going to fail on purpose. So you put me in public school. Okay. And they went for it. And it was the best thing I ever did uh, was sticking up for myself like that. That's great. But you seem more of like a public school kind of guy anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with the people, you know? I hate all these rich kids, even though my public school had a lot of rich kids. Because I was in Boca Raton. Oh, of course. Yeah. We had a lot of poor kids, but it was like still a class thing sometimes. And it would just be like, your family, we live in a double wide. 
You oh. live in a single. You know, it's like that kind of it class. Was, it war. doesn't even matter where you are. Yeah. Like it's just like it's still it's still we there was a little bit of that, I'd say, in our high school, but I think on the most part we were pretty cool. I played tennis and my Ooh. parents got the racket from the Goodwill. You know, they just wanted me to have extracurricular yeah. stuff to do. And I remember I went and played the private school one time and in doubles and I get up to the net and the guy says, Hey, psst, my dad owns your dad. And then they won the game. Yeah. They won the game. Oh, uh, see, we used to fuck the rich kids up in football. Well, because that's handed that's combat. This yeah, is yeah, more yeah, like yeah. strategy and mental stuff. And they, mm-hmm. they know how to fuck with you. You know, we had heart, but they had nutrition. <laughs> they had good hearts. That's right. And healthy hearts. Yeah, you can't win a match on Cheetos. <laughs> you gotta eat something. Oh, uh, you wanna tell some jokes? Sure. Hell yeah. You go first. I was in high school in Louisiana, and for me, the hardest transition was you don't get off for dough season. So I'd be in New York like, oh, so we're getting off next week for dough season? And people were like, what is that? We have off for 9-11. And I was like, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) Also, Mardi Gras, I'd be in New York like, we better be making groceries because the streets are going to be chaos tomorrow. And they're like, the Dominican parade isn't for a few months now, okay? (laughs) Dough season's, I guess, like baby deer season? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's lady deer season. Lady deer season, so you shoot all the women or you let them live? No, you shoot the women, but you can only do it a certain time. They're very protective of what you can shoot when and where. And yeah. I think deer are very overpopulated in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. So they, they got to kind of take the numbers down. Louisiana, you can only uh, kill gators for a couple weeks a year. That's right. Mm-hmm. But you can kill rats all the time and bring in their tails and make money. That's because they're not supposed to fucking be there. Mm-mm. And they deserve to be killed. That's are they right. they're tasty? I've never had a rat. I imagine it's probably like similar to like fatty goat. Probably. There was a while that the government, you know how sometimes they do this propaganda stuff of like, do this. Mm-hmm. But they were like, eat Nutra. It's good for the environment. And collectively as a people, we were like, no. 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 Although, and you guys like eat like raccoons and shit. We eat raccoons and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. I didn't know that until recently. I started following Kermit Ruffins. I talked about him a couple episodes ago. And uh, I was looking at his uh, Super Bowl uh, feast at his uh, bar restaurant. And, uh, it was just a bunch of skinned raccoons. Yep. Yeah, just like, oh, you're, that's for the Super Bowl? <laughs> this is supposed to be the good food. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's a job. Um, uh, high school uh, are four of the most formative years of your life. Unless you end up in prison. Then those years usually take over. That's right. <laughs> They're kind of a little more important. Before Columbine, kids could bring guns to school. They would just show up and keep them in their trucks. And what a different time that was, where the biggest complaint was, oh no, we can't bring guns to school? What's next? Computers in the classroom? (laughs) We definitely were not allowed to bring guns to school, even in in the parking lot. And they would occasionally uh, bring dogs and have them like go through people's cars in the parking lot where we were in school. Really? Yeah. And so like sometimes you'd look out the window and you'd know, and you'd see like a cop and a dog going through the parking lot. And if the dog barked by your car, you get called out of class and they make you open your car and shit. And then they would just like make the dogs bark in front of kids that they, in front of kids' cars that they just wanted to fuck with. And I they hate that. Pop in their cars and shit. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, Florida's, you're, you didn't go to a hunting school, right? No, no. We were in Boca Raton. Yeah, they're very not fancy. Yeah. No, no. There's no hunting there. Baby smashing a fish with a bat, you know, that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's about all. 
in high school, they teach you all kinds of things you don't need to know, like algebra and geometry and calculus. Can you tell I was horrible at math? (laughs) (laughs) Sucks. My aunt was a principal of my high school, which meant I was punished extra so students saw there were no favorites. Come to find out, she just hated me. Ah, What she did put you as the prettiest. She did. And then yeah. a week later was like, actually, I made that up. Made that, but, you know, you know, she maybe she did do that. And so there's that. There's that. You know, maybe I shouldn't like clown on her live. No, I, I feel kind of bad. No one knows her name. There's also another joke I have that I'm on the fence about. Uh-oh. I'm excited because I'm on the fence about mine as well. Okay, you go first. All right. Um, being in high school is a lot like being in the military, except you usually aren't able to shoot back. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny, Eddie. <laughs> That's pretty funny. All right, so do you feel better? No, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I don't know, Eddie. Here we go. All right, I'll let you know. We could always bleep it or cut it. There we go. We had <laughs> we had a black prom and a white prom. Really? Yeah, and it was because the school kids wanted it. Some kids wanted rap and some kids wanted country. And you could go to both. It was purely the students' decision for music, and it was made way before me. I think in the 80s when Grandmaster Flash came out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I guess a Grandmaster did help make that decision. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Is it too much? Did you go to both? I went to both. Fuck yeah. I would have went to both. Yeah. It's more parties. It's just more parties. You could go to both. But I I remember telling people in New York, like, oh, we had a black prom and a white prom. And they got so scandalized. And I was like, no, no. Like, the black kids wanted it. They wanted to listen to Run DMC at the time when it was done. Uh, They wanted to listen to their music and have their own thing and not white people around. Interesting. Whatever. So I bet there were more white kids at the black prom than black kids at the white prom. Um, I only walked in the black prom. I wasn't like, I didn't have a date. It was because oh, okay. my aunt was the principal. My mom was always working. So they made you a chaperone? Yeah, I just kind of like walked in. For like, I'm watching you. <laughs> <laughs> my white eyes are on you. No, I just kind of like, because I was always working at the school late, like helping yeah. out my aunt or whatever, because my mom would be working. And that night they had the black prom. I just walk in and they're like, yeah, tell your aunt. I said, hello. Like, it was nice. It was yeah. fine. They were playing like... God, what's that song called? It was like R&B back in the day. I'll look. I'll think of it in a second. Stand back, you're dancing kind of close. Feel a little boat coming, coming through on you. you. That was at my prom for sure. Yeah, yeah, it was like stuff like that. Yeah. And it was, it was fine. There were some white people there. Big pimping. That's right. Yeah. yeah and at the white prom, there were black people there. It was no, just purely for music. Yeah. I mean, I get it. That's a, you know, if you put it that way, it's I, I think it's totally fine. If it's all like an artistic choice. Yeah. You know, you, you could also, instead of like, you know what the trigger word is? Mm. It's black and white. You right. know, if you say there is a country prom and a hip hop prom, everyone will get it immediately. Oh, so maybe I got to start saying that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. But yeah, you know, if you label it by genre of music. Casey and JoJo. Casey and JoJo. Oh, my life. I mean, that's a great song. Waited for someone like you. you. I thank God that I finally found you. Yeah, that was at the black prom. The yeah. R&B prom, excuse me. The R&B prom. Yes, the hip-hop problem, yes. (laughs) Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We, my school, um, where I'm from, Boca Raton, very white. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like even like the trailer parks were white. You know, like everything, like any everywhere there was, you know, so what we did because they wanted to make sure that, you know, we were – I uh, not segregated. Right, was uh, they would bus kids from the town next to us that was a little that was a little poorer, and they would send in uh, kids from that neighborhood, and so our school wouldn't be all white, and uh, so they sent in uh, all the Latinas and the black guys and stuff like that, and that was uh, it was great. I'm so happy they did it. I became better. Our football team became better, and I became buddies. And you know, you learn a lot about you know everyone else, and it's just so much better to not like be taken out of your comfort zone a little bit. Right. I mean, like growing up, I lived in the deep south and also in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. So being in white only spaces is kind of that. I don't know. It's scary. I was. I wouldn't say scary, but it's just not my norm. Not that I definitely am like looking to go into people of color spaces because that's yeah. what you deserve to have that yourself but i can't imagine going to an all-white high school yeah. or like being in an all-white college it would suck i don't know what that is that was what private school was for me and i fucking hated it yeah and if you look at like my birthday parties from then it's like the united nations in there and it's like the one egyptian kid and the one fucking you know the one black kid and the one like yugoslavian kid oh and, and is like, that the cover of your Indian book kid. yeah <laughs> do you look like an adoption pamphlet it was great you know and so uh i uh I've always been that way. And I've always lived in places with lots of diversity. You know, South Florida, like so much diversity in South yeah. Florida. And then uh, New York and L.A. I mean, it's all very diverse places. Well, there you go, Ed. I think that was my big problem with like dating early on because you have to – I didn't know this until now. Having a similar background is kind of important. Mm-hmm. So I'd be dating guys from like very white, well-off suburbs. Yeah. And I'm from a poor, diverse area. So we just kind of like clashed yeah. with our souls that I didn't realize till like six months or a year in. Oh, that's too long. I know. <laughs> well, I was also dumb. Did you have lots of uh, boyfriends in high school? No. No, I didn't even. I think I had one kiss. Mm-hmm. Really? All of high school? All of high school. One Whoa. kiss. That was it. I was way too shy, way too nervous. I couldn't like, I had some guy friends and I think one guy tried to like fondle me one time mm-hmm. and I just kind of like. You're like, no. Yeah, I just said no. Mm-hmm. I walked away. I, I just got way too scared. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I lost it till like sophomore in college. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. I lost mine at 15. Eddie. Yeah, we were, you know, we were wild down that's there. That's so young. It's Florida town. That's you know? not, a, a, that's your legal. It was after health class. I mean, it's not like she was, you know, 30 or something. You know, she was also 15. <laughs> okay, <you know>? good. <laughs> she wow. rollerbladed over to my house and. Knocked on my window and came on in and, you know, we did our thing. I, I tried to, I remember I tried to put on, uh, she, I was like, do you mind if I put on some music? You know, and then she was like, oh yeah. So I put on uh, Inagata De Vida by Iron Butterfly uh-huh. and she just started laughing at me and told me we couldn't listen to this while we had sex. And I was like, do you know how long this song is? You know, and then uh, so we had to listen to the Top Gun soundtrack 
So I lost my virginity to that. Oh, so spe- men love Top Gun. <laughs> I mean, it was her choice. It was not okay. my choice. Never mind. Yeah, I wanted. I, well, I wanted in a guy to defeat it. In a guy to defeat baby. baby. Don't you know that I love you? I lit some candles and shit. I was so romantic about it. That's great. My first time was a guy that was just like, sup. And then I was staying at my friend's house over mm-hmm. the summer. And he comes in and like we have sex 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, all right, got to go. And then I told my friend who was gay. And then he just kind of washed the sheets and didn't say anything to me. That's nice. No, but like nobody. It was like. Well, nice to your friend. The gay friend. No, he was just like. <sighs> Like kind of mad, and I was upset because I uh. wasn't like held, and it wasn't lovely. Mm. He was kind of mean. Um, Mine was similar, but the other way around. The other way around. Yeah, no, no she was just uh, she she was you know, it turns out down the road, you know, awful human being. But um, yeah. yeah, no, she just yeah got back on her rollerblades and went back home. Does anybody have like a nice time losing their virginity? I did not. A couple people, I'm sure, had a good time. Maybe. Yeah, there's got to be some that are like that was great. But, you know, no one I know. <laughs> no one I know. Awful. You just want to be, like, held and loved. Yeah. And he just didn't. Yeah. Piece of shit. Piece of shit. And he knew that was my virginity, too. Did he? Yeah. Mm. He didn't even care. I only took one person's virginity, but that was much later in life, and they were, like, an older virgin. Oh. And so that was weird. They were, we were in, uh, I think, like, mid to late 20s. Okay. Yeah. Did you say I was very sweet? You're okay, good. good. I was extreme. You know me. I was it's fucking they, it's, that's twenty six year old virgin. You know what are you gonna do here? What are you gonna do? Yeah, you gotta treat her good. <sighs> but regardless, was know. it weird what I said about? Th- oh, never mind. I don't. Nothing's weird to me. You know, I I I, I know I, there is nowhere in this world where I'm like whatever said is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like listening to corn and like I was wearing this off brand version of Jinko jeans and I remember thinking to myself like I wonder what is the style now and what we're you know what's going to be talked about. I think the style also changes on like where what school you're at. Yeah. I feel like the style of like, you know, Manhattan and Queens and Brooklyn is way different than like whatever it is in Louisiana. Oh, we liked like Limp Biscuit, Kid Rock. Well, we liked that shit too. Yeah, no, the the, the Jankos and the Fubus and all that were definitely popular when I was Starter jackets, yeah. Oh, I loved that an Orlando Magic starter jacket I could never wear because I lived in Florida. Oh, because they'd take it from you. Well, no, because it was hot. Outside. Oh, right. You know, they don't want to take a shit from Big Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We had, so what kind of groups did you have? Because we had a few groups. I had every group, but I was friends with all of them. I was friends with all of them, too. Yeah. I no. could just go walk up. I'd sit with who I, I had my friend group. They were just like normal people. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, I wasn't like shaking in the cafeteria. Like, I can't go sit there. Like, I can go sit wherever I want. I had my core group mm-hmm. that I sat at a table in the cafeteria and like, we were cool because, like, we had a shitty table in the cafeteria that we got uh, freshman year, and we stayed at that shitty table um, all the way through uh, high school. Like, because you know how you like get to like the best corner, the best table is like the one all the way in the back in the corner, you know, mm-hmm. and like you eventually get old enough to maybe sit at that table if you're cool enough. But you know, we stayed at our shitty table uh, all the way through high school. That's good. I fucking loved our table. That's great. Yeah, Shaolin. We wish I could take that back. The monks? Yeah, we called ourselves Shell. And it was All very, right. very offensive, I think. Now, I don't but, know. Um, you know, who knows? I mean, you know, back then, you didn't know any better. We had the Happy Tree Club, and they were the goths, and they would always sit outside by the tree. The goths always sat outside. Yeah, what is it? In their long black trench coats. Yeah, so they, outside. I, yeah, so in I, Louisiana heat? Yeah, Florida too. 
Florida too. What's going on with these goth kids? I mean, more reason to be sad, I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, I go hang out with them, you know, because you know they always had weed. Yeah, I'd go talk to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, ch- I chill with the goths. I used to. What I would do is I would take most of my lunch with the boys, mm-hmm. and then I would like I would float. You know, if there was a girl I was into, I'd go to hang out over there. Or if there was like, you know, I wanted to put my face in with the cool kids, I'd go there for a little bit. But most of the time, I like to go around. I'd hang with the goths a lot, the nerds, the jocks. I hung with everybody. Yeah, with everybody. There was a few people I didn't hang with because you could tell they were going to like. The dangerous kids. They were they were daring, dangerous. Yeah, and like yeah, these yeah. are just like all. The ones with like butterfly knives and shit. Yeah, there was a girl that had a tattoo that said big and it pointed up to her vagina. And I was <laughs> it like, pointed up? Yeah, because it was like it was on, on her, her leg? On her inner thigh and it wow. said big and it pointed up. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think we need to be friends, honey. <laughs> You something. She's at least worth a conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's kind of scary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Old big pussy Cheryl. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this question, because we had a girl whose rumor was that she had worms in her pussy. Fun. Because her she put tuna in there so her boyfriend could eat her out because mm. it'd be a better experience for him, like also getting lunch or something. Make it f- fishier? I guess, and he like left some in there, and she got worms. It was probably not true. I mean, it sounds not true, right? But did you have a worm in your pussy girl vagina thing at your school? We had this one chick. I can't remember her name, but she definitely had problems, and she she was on and she was definitely on the poorer side. And uh, I remember one day she went to a uh, what was it? A breakfast. You if you came to school early, they'd give you free breakfast. Yeah. You know? And she would always come and then she would like, you know, store extra food away, you know, because she didn't have any food at home or whatever, I imagine. I hope nobody made fun of her for that. Well, she just put a bunch of loose scrambled eggs in her pencil box and just started eating it in class. Oh. And so that didn't go too well. Damn, that's one of those things of like, I don't want to make fun of her because she has food insecurity, but like. No one understood what food insecurity was. Right. Either. Like, no, we were never taught that. Different time. Different time, different. And it's certainly like. A rich kid's cool. Yeah. And, you know, so like no one was food insecure, you know? And so it was like, you know, there were a couple kids, but we didn't know any better. They were just like growing boys, you know, like they were just hungry all the time. We didn't realize that their parents weren't feeding them. Oh. You know, there was, it was, you know, it's interesting because like Boca Raton, like I said, keep saying it was a rich kid's school, but there were like so many poor kids. Do you think it's because their parents were saving every scrap and penny they could to send them to like a nicer school? I mean, that's quote, what happened unquote. to my family. Like yeah. we went broke trying to live in Boca, mm. you know? And then there was like, but there were also like shitty older neighborhoods where other kids lived. Like there was this one kid who's fucking dad burnt down the house <laughs> from sleeping with a cigarette in his mouth and died and fucking like, and they got like sent to a foster home and shit. And they were bad kids before that happened. Damn. I remember one time in Spanish class, he ripped the clock off the wall and then uh, threw it out the window and then said, uh, fuck time, motherfucker, and then jumped out the window. And I didn't see him for a month. (laughs) (laughs) He got sent away. Pat. I don't want to say his last name, but Pat. Hopefully he's doing well. We had some people get sent away, but they were girls that got pregnant, which I hated that because the girls had to be sent away. But the boys who got them pregnant were able to just continue walking down the hall like their life was not changed. But like she had to take ex- accountability for her actions. You see, that in our school, we had a, a nursery. 
No, we shamed them. I yeah. mean, I didn't, but like the system shamed these girls. They wanted them out of school. There was a pregnant girl that sat next to me and mm-hmm. then all the parents were in uproar that she was really? allowed to go to school. We were way more liberal in my school. Okay. Like, yeah, lots of Jews and stuff. You know, we, we took care of anyone That's right. who went through anything like that. There was one year that every girl in the basketball team got pregnant. Wow. Like every single girl. I think in like senior or junior class, like we made jokes about how it's in the water or something. And then mm-hmm. my... Um, aunt, who's a principal, went on the school bus for the basketball girls and then had a condom and a banana. And she was like, this is how you put on a condom. I mean, yes. Yeah. I mean, and that was like considered it, very radical for her to do. I mean, when I would say you do that after two. Yeah. You, know, you don't got to wait for the whole team. I know. know? <laughs> but there was no like education about that. There was no, We didn't even discuss um, like where humans came from. And so I remember crazy. I, no, Fucking Louisiana. We went, I remember going to college in my first class. The woman comes in and she says, the earth has been around for billions of years. And I was like, what? So I'm like blown away. Second one. And everybody's just like, oh, get to the point. And like, yeah, she, she must have known that you have kids coming from poor schools, like very religious schools where you just don't discuss that. So I was definitely held back in areas of like science and world history. That's one of the things that's like truly fucked up about the nation. Like if public school is free. And we're all supposed to be going to it. Why are some nicer than others? I understand there's like donors and shit like that, you know, like are able to like get us better like football gear or like, you know, build a nicer stadium or whatever. But mm-hmm. if every if it's all publicly funded, why are some nicer? I hate that. It should yeah. it should they should all be fucking equal. I think we're talking like it was probably a different era. I don't know how they do it now, but I Oh, think it's there's still shitty schools. They're still schools. doing that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, especially in New York. Well, I think these are like parents that had a lot of say in what was being taught and they didn't want their kids knowing about sex or evolution or cool. they didn't even believe in any of this, you know? Man. So they kind of wanted you to get this, you know, to go to college. And then I knew a lot of kids that were like, I can't handle it. And then they dropped out like a month in. They kind of really? want that to happen. Wow. So then you go back and you're like, all right, I guess I'll, you know, I'll work at the mill, which is great. You know, that's how towns should flourish, but it's just kind of, it can be kind of insidious in some ways. Wow. It's so crazy. Yeah. It was completely different for us. Yeah. We had a dog food mill and our neighboring town had a paper mill. Paper mill smelled worse. Really? Yeah. So you could go work at the sports bar or the mall (laughs) in our, in our, in our our school. Right. Like that's how, that's how it was. I worked at party supermarket, Toys R Us, steakhouses Mm. in uh, Dairy Queen. What was your first job? Dairy, oh, Toys R Us for Christmas season was my first job. I mean, my first first job was like umpiring uh, softball games and then altar boy. And then after, once I got old enough to like have a job job, I worked at uh, Toys R Us for like two months, or maybe three. And then Dairy Queen, which was great. You got free ice cream. I got free ice cream and I loved it. It was so much fun. It was, it was great. I was at a, doing a show in West Palm Beach uh, a couple, like a month ago. And uh, someone came up to me, like big lanky motherfucker, and he's like, "You don't remember, but we worked at Dairy Queen together." And I was like, "What the fuck?" And it was it was so much fun. It was so cool. I was I was so happy. We were just trading stories back and forth about the shitty kids who used to like do the nut tap thing, you know, like you know the bullies that like you know say hi to you and then like hit you in the nuts with the back of their hand and stuff right. like that, and, you know. And then I'd go in the the cooler and they'd just be huffing huffing the whipped cream. <laughs> 
And we had no whipped cream that looked like whipped cream. It all just looked like weird sludge that came out because oh the kids God. were always getting high in the cooler. That's how you know you're at like a high school little Dairy Queen or something mm-hmm. is when they're like, can I get whipped cream on this? Like, we're out of whipped cream. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're huffing in the back. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're doing. And my um, geometry teacher, Mr. Kinsella, here's a fun story. Okay. Uh, Mr. Kinsella, my, he was a... A geometry teacher, which, you know, no one paid attention to because I was always in the dumb math classes. And uh, he he went missing and he didn't show up to school for like a week and a half, maybe even three weeks. Now I'm thinking about it. And then no one knew where he was. Like literally, like they were asking us where he was and stuff because it was just like no show. And then like all of a sudden one day he was back and he was missing half an ear. <gasps> Yeah. Van Gogh style. <laughs> it was wild. Whoa, what happened? I have no, no idea, you know, and we're all asking him and shit. He's like, can we please get past it? You know? <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> no, Mr. Kinsella. I, I, I'm guessing he was nerdy, but I'm guessing gambling debts. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing. That's so scary. There's a lot of mafia down where I'm from, too. Really? Yeah, South Florida, a lot of mafia. Because it's a lot of New Yorkers, a lot of New Jersey people, a lot of Chicago people. And so there was the mob was like very prevalent in South Florida. See, I feel like mob is different for girls and boys because I've met some people in the mafia and they were totally pleasant to me. They yeah. bought me drinks. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're nice to, nice to you know, the dudes too until, you know, until they're not. Until you owe them money. Yeah, until you yeah, owe them money or, you know, get in their way for some reason or accidentally bump their shoulder, you know, like, right. you know, like all that kind of stuff. I was talking to a guy who ordered a little espresso mm-hmm. with a lemon peel on the side. Yeah. He's a bigger guy in a suit and a pinky ring. And I said, oh, that pinky ring, you ever kill people for money? And this kind of <laughs> laughed. And he's like, we don't have to get into that. <laughs> like, so you fucking have. You can say no. You can lie to me. It doesn't- <laughs> <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, Casino, the guy from Casino owned a restaurant in Boca. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, when he like left, he opened it. I think it was called, um, I forgot. Can I tell you, this is off topic of high school, but no, I just, I booked an Airbnb in this place in Germany that's okay. kind of like Morocco for people who haven't heard of it. And it's like a spa town with Ooh. a casino that looks like James Bond-esque. Ooh. Like the casino. Is it by the water? Yes. Is Germany landlocked? No, it's landlocked, but there's some there's little a water river. in there. There's a lot of rivers, yeah. The Rhine River. That's right. I'm going to show you a picture of this casino. So you, This Let's is not it. like a getting free drinks kind of casino, but I'm going to be going there. Oh, fun. I found an Airbnb that's like $30 just outside of the town. Wow. But these places, it's like $600 hotel rooms. That's crazy. So I'm going to go and like, Gamp- Putin goes and gambles here. Oh, great. I'm so <laughs> excited for you, Amber. <laughs> 
This is like Russian. <laughs> yeah, like Russian oligarchs. They go and they gamble there. Cool, cool. No, I love it. That's great. That's exactly what I'm into. You know, you really know how to speak to what, I, what you've learned a lot about me in our time together. Yeah. That's right. Wouldn't it be so funny if I was playing blackjack next to Putin? I mean, no, but I, don't, I mean, you might get shot. Right. But, there's no cameras. There's no cameras allowed. And I doubt you'd uh, be able to afford it. Yeah, have the same buy in as Putin. Oh, but you can't. I was checking it out. You can go buy in for like 10 pounds. Yeah, but you know. what the thing is, you know, he ain't playing 10 pound hands. No, but I started the 10 pounds and then I won a bunch of money and then I go sit next to him and I'm like, hello, Mr. All right. Putin. I'm officially worried about your trip. <laughs> If that's what you wanted. <laughs> I had this dream the other day that I won like 50 grand from Putin and then I had to like flee the country yeah. because he's coming after me. <laughs> uh, hopefully he'll be dead before you get there. So everything will be fine. <laughs> be fine. I think he's too fucked up to play poker or blackjack. Have you seen him? Um, he no, doesn't look he doesn't cognizant. Look no, no. He's, no he's, he's dying finally. Thank God. All right, but high school. When was your first kiss, Ed? First kiss was in high school. Dorothy Gordon, gorgeous. Um, she was. Uh, I was very lucky, and uh, she was into me. And and uh, I remember someone told me she was into me, and then I was like, okay, all right, okay, don't blow this, don't blow this. And then I asked her out, and then we made out during lunch. And eventually, she had to break up with me because her father didn't like me because. He was a psychopath, and I tried to get her back because she had this English friend named Faith, and so when I was trying to like call her and like you know like you know get her to leave the house and like uh, and I and I called and I pretended to be Faith. Hello, it's me, Faith. I did that, yes, <laughs> and um, and then her father was like, "Don't ever call her again." Oh no! And then uh, he called my father and told my father that he didn't want me being around his daughter because she wasn't allowed to see young boys. And uh, we were 15. You know, it's not like we were 10 or anything. That's something my dad would have done, though. Yeah, and then my father did told him to fuck off, and it was all over. We stayed friends, you know, but uh, the relationship was over. I'm sorry. First kiss, Dorothy Gordon, you know. now Who knows what she's doing now? I'm sure she changed her name. She was adopted. Oh, you know, I think you her father the worst was part looking of, out for her. You want to hear the worst part about this? What? Her father, her, her adopted father, mm -hmm. he wrote the Miami Dolphins theme song, Broke My Heart. <sighs> yeah. And then she also babysat for Iron Maiden's drummer, and I didn't find out till after we broke up. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could have come over and introduced yourself. Oh, my God. I could have hung out with Maiden this yeah. whole fucking time. Damn. I think her father was looking out for her. Fifteen's yeah. a little young. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know. Dorothy, I hope you're doing well, but don't talk to me. I'm happily married. <laughs> the uh... <laughs> My first kiss was with that cop. With the cop? Yeah. Oh, with he, the shitty cop? Yeah, I had braces on, mm -hmm. and um, I go in, it was just like a, like on the on the mouth. No, and ours like, was like an intense makeout. Oh, no, we were like, a, and then he was like, ew, I can feel your braces, that's gross. And I was like, I don't want to say his name, but I was like, yeah. come on, I'm sorry. And then I like ran away crying. Mm. I uh I had a my I dated another girl for a very for like a week uh, after Dorothy called Rebecca I won't say Rebecca's last name because I don't have as much nice things to say about her as Dorothy but um the uh, I, I remember I she was very strong like strong strong wow like this is so funny like she could whip the shit out of like I'd say ninety percent of the dudes in my school really like, fucking like 
she was my like center in Powderpuff. Like I used to coach Powderpuff uh, football where the girls would play flag football. Scary. Yeah. And uh, she would just beast through anybody. And I remember I dated her for a short time and I stopped dating her one time when we French kissed and she had a bunch of uh, phlegm in her mouth. Oh, God. But, um, but the, uh, I was like, I, uh, I'm in too deep. And, uh, but we used to do this thing where I'd get behind her in the hallway mm-hmm. and then I'd like, I'd pretend like I had a football and then I'd put my hand on her back and then we'd just run through the hallway and she'd knock people over. She was so cute. And, uh, Whoa. <laughs> she was big, tough, uh, big, tough lady. But, uh, you know, Rebecca, you know. Yeah, thanks for the memory. That's right. We had a big tough lady at the back of our school bus. I, again, won't say her name. I don't know mm-hmm. where she is, but um, somebody stepped on her shoes once, and then she screamed at them for so long and so much that everybody was in fear and terror. Oh, wow. Um, I think would get caught into fights and stuff. Come to find out, her parent, her father was abusing her at home. Of course, that's how it always it, is. That's how it always is. But, man, that it was a girl who would just put the fear of God into everybody. Like, our school bully wasn't a guy. It was a girl. Yeah, yeah. Rebecca wasn't a bully, but she could whip anyone's ass. She, right. I think she was very smart, actually. Uh, she was in all honors classes and stuff like that. Okay. Um, let's see, what else did I... What were some other fun things we used to do? I used to do this anti-smoking. I was in student council. Of course. And I was a senator, because once I found out... I would do anything I could to, like, not take a real class... You know, and like have this little like real like I was in drama, student council, morning announcements. Those were all like full period classes. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, but I remember that when I found out about student council, I didn't do it freshman year. And then I'm like, oh, you don't have to be like president or vice president or treasurer. You could just be a senator. <laughs> and like I was so I was like, I'll be a, they pick six senators from each class, you know. And so I was like, I could be I could make it out of one out of six. Yeah. And so I just started like writing all these hilarious signs everywhere to like become senator. And it worked. It was so great. And I was a. Uh, I like write signs like Ed Larson's really good at senatoring. <laughs> vote vote uh, Ed Larson. Yeah, what even is a high school senator? Nothing. Nothing. Like I would just like I would like you know write bills or whatever. I would jerk I would jerk around for a period. Um, was uh, another one was a uh, why have pie when you can have a cracker? Ed Larson for senator. <laughs> And then I would like make all like the hot kids. I was friends with everybody. So I'd make all the hot kids, all the girls and the guys. I used to put signs on their butts that said property of Ed Larson, vote for him for senator and stuff. It was great. It was like I won by a landslide. It wasn't wasn't even close. And like, what do you do? You just be like, I'm senator. Yeah. And I, you know, I'd, I'd vote on shit. You know, for the school class, for you know, like to get you know, like different things passed and spend money. We'd make we'd do fundraisers. I'd plan prom, and uh, I was able to go to prom like sophomore year because I helped plan it and shit. And so I had I brought a sophomore date to senior prom and oh, stuff fun. like that. I bet she was just a, a, like a pretty lady. She was. She's wonderful. We're still friends, Kathy Grakowski, and uh, she was at the wedding. You probably met her. Okay. And but um the yeah no so I was. I I was always, I always had something going on. You going around? My prom date senior year was a gay guy who mm-hmm. wasn't out of the closet yet, and my prom date junior year was um, he was a drug dealer. I didn't know that. I just thought he was like pretty cute, mm-hmm. and he thought I was like fun and kind of wanted to go after the principal's, you know, niece. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother, she looked me dead in the eyes and she said, "I'm so disappointed in you." Like I didn't know why. Come to find out, I knew like afterwards. And then I, you know, there's what no- drugs was he dealing? I think just weed. Oh, well, but still, that's that bad. That could have been me, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think he tried to like kiss me and stuff on prom, and I like scooted away. Aww. I didn't give him any affection, and I think because I was so sad about 
disappointing my mom. Oh. And then I, I had my hair up in my prom. And then she was like, I hate it like that. Oh. You, you look horrible. Well, it sounds like uh, she didn't want you to have a good time. She might have also done that senior year. Mm-hmm. It sounds like she does it on the phone with you occasionally still. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There we go. Yeah, my, I still love her, though. Yeah. Well, you know, my parents just call me fat all the time. This is what parents do. <laughs> That's you know. right. Um, Who was your prom date? My prom date for sophomore year was Kathy. For junior year was Janelle. Um, there was and only in senior year was the only time it was my girlfriend. It was the only and it was also the only time I didn't like my prom date. <laughs> oh, do you? Why did you not like her? We just didn't get along. I didn't like her. She was, you know, rich kid. I don't know. I just I was dating her because she liked me, and then prom just happened to be around the corner. Mm-hmm. And uh, I look at all my old prom pictures now, and I'm like, man, she really ruins it. I really uh, wish I was with someone else. <laughs> but you know what you do. What you do for our prom? We had a um a pre party or whatever we went to new orleans we got a whole limo Mm -hmm. i saved up from like working little jobs and things but a bunch of us rented a limo and then went to new orleans we went to court of two sisters we all had dinner nice and i remember i ordered just something like a cup of red beans because i was so poor oh yeah we all gotta split the meal and i was like but i didn't order but whatever you know i still did i kind of raised a stick i think i had to pay twenty dollars total which is a lot of money yeah back then Back then. So we all take the car back and um gosh, that was pretty fun. I remember our limo driver for prom like kept trying to join the party. He was like an old fat guy. No. He was like, I'm a photographer, I take pictures. And it was like, I could come by and it was like, No, dude, it is time for you to leave. Yeah. And you are not getting a tip now. Was, My God. Yeah. I would go to high school parties and sometimes I'd see teachers there talking to young high school girls and but they would look at me knowing that I'm the niece's the the niece of the and principal. Fucking run away. They would run away. Good. Good. I remember the band teacher from middle school was at a high at my first high school party, and then uh, weeks later he got in trouble for fucking kids. Our band teacher too. Yeah, it's all about the flute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no. We, and then we, of course I've talked about this on the show before, but we also had the um, it was, uh, vice principal who was selling oxycotton, oh. and he got caught with fifteen thousand uh, by an FBI agent across the street from uh, the high school, and he went. I think he might still. Who knows if he's still in prison? Oh my god! Because a couple kids OD'd and died too, <gasps> and he just kept selling. Them. No conscious, just no like conscious. fuck it. Yeah, 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 and like some of the kids were selling them for him. In fact, like it was like so sad that like two brothers died exactly a year apart, and her mom found both of them. Like it was fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That you got to go to jail. Yeah, you got to prison. Oxycontin, bad drug. Yeah, and you selling it to kids. Yeah, no, it's no good. I don't think I could do that. And it- he was like a dickhead too. You would think he'd be like the cool vice principal who <laughs> let you get away with shit, but no, he was the one who like gave out the most attentions and fucking like wouldn't let people get away with anything. Wow, he's a power piece of shit. Power piece of shit. Um, but we've been telling a lot of stories and just reminiscing a little bit. Do you have any advice for people? I don't know if we have any high school listeners. I imagine there's got to be like at least two of them. You know? Yeah. Um, I would say biggest advice is. You're this isn't the best time of your life. Mm-hmm. I know everybody says like this is the best time of your life. It's not. Yeah. Um you don't know much. You don't know unfortunately. I yeah. hate to say that to you because that's rude. But you know, you you know, experience is it's gonna get better. Yeah, it's gonna get better. And I think um, you know, if you're having trouble fitting in, like don't worry about it, don't sweat it, you know, and like 
a lot of, like as time goes on now that I'm almost 42 years old and uh a lot of like the really attractive fucking like you know popular kids uh are dead or <laughs> like, yeah. like like not doing so hot yeah you know and like and then a bunch of the and a bunch of us nerds or not nerds but like you know like the kids that you know we we studied and you know we gave we got skills and you know now like run companies and mm -hmm. shit like that so uh, you never you know don't don't worry about it just put your head down do your work and fucking you know be cool that's, that, right. that's the hardest part because a lot of times in high school because everyone's so mean i think uh one of the it's the hardest advice because obviously i want everyone to stick up for themselves but also like i I think forgiveness is very important when you're at a young age like that, because a lot of people make a lot of decisions for bad reasons because they just frankly don't know any better yet. Uh, you know, they don't under, they don't have empathy is something that you get as you get older, yeah. you know, like you don't have it when you're, you know, 16, 15 years old. And so I feel like, you know, if someone does something wrong to you, you know, you can like, you know, not hang out with them as much anymore because they're obviously bullying you. But Know that there's something probably horrible happening in their life. Yeah, just like the girl in the back of the bus. Yeah. The biggest bully of all was actually being bullied by her own parents. Exactly. And so, you know, don't, you know, don't like let it, you know, ruin you because I guarantee your life is better than theirs. That's right. If you feel like you're, you don't belong there, um, you can get out. Right now we're in a time in America where, you know, we're United States. We're not yeah. split up. So if you don't feel like you get along there... Get out. I mean, I went to a school where they didn't teach evolution, no sex ed. Like, I didn't feel at home there at That's all. That's crazy. Um, but you know what I did is I studied, and I got the best grades I could, and I got a scholarship, and I got out. You don't have to go to a fancy four-year college. You can go to, like, a, a trade school. Yeah. You can figure it out. There's different ways in, in which you can do it. You can also save up and just move, mm -hmm. you know? There's a lot of equal opportunity stuff in school. You know, you got to look at the things that are offered to you. Um, if you're having trouble making friends, you know, like, what are your interests? Are you into fucking pokemon i don't know yeah there might be a pokemon club you know and if there isn't you can start one you know and That's like great. and then other and then so you can meet kids that are in your school that have the same interests as you and you know there all these things are set up you know there's you know there's satanist meet meetups and stuff like that you know you can you can do these weird things yeah you, you know and they all everyone gets has to get like their time you just have to find like a teacher to sponsor you and yeah. uh and and at least at my school, we everyone had equal opportunity as far as like the morning announcements and trying to like, you know, get people to come out to those things. And so chess club always, you know, or whoever always was it was a sec beat club for fuck's sake. Was able, was able. Yeah, join all the clubs if they had it. Join Woodshop. Yeah, I did everything. You know, the more things you get involved with, the more class you get to miss. That's right. Uh, you know, I used to, oh my God, I had this, they started conflict resolution at our school which was just like basically to get ahead of fights before they happen. So okay. if somebody was picking on you, um, you could go to the conflict resolution office, which was all students. No, you know, it was a very progressive thing. It was, That's cool. It was all students. So you wouldn't feel like you're tattletailing. Yeah. And so you could be like, this kid's picking on me. I want to talk it out with them. And so like a mediator, I was a mediator because it helped me miss class, um, <laughs> would, uh, you know, would take both of the kids out of class and, and they would, they would go sit down and they would talk it out. 
and it worked a lot. Um, it also, uh, I took advantage of it and I was just like, you know, anytime one of my kid, one of my friends needed to miss class cause they didn't do their work. I would just be like, ah, conflict resolution. I need Ricky. <laughs> you know, like, and then that's we cool. Just, yeah. And then we just go hang out. That's great. Sometimes. I will say if an adult ever says that you are mature for your age, no, you're not. And yeah. go tell another adult what they said. Ooh. Go tell another adult. An adult will never ask for your help. We only ask for other adults for help. So if anybody says, I need your help or you're mature for your age, go tell another adult. You know, I had some teachers like confide in me, which is weird. Well, that's different. But that is still kind of weird. It is weird. Now that I think back. Can at you imagine it. being a high schooler like me and then you being like, well, actually, my, you know, I'm having troubles with this. Like, yeah. that's weird. I've buddied up with some of my teachers now uh, that I'm older, mm-hmm. which is fun. I love that. And I can have like real conversations with them. Uh, I've been hanging out with my old math teacher, Mr. Cohen. He's cool as fuck. Fun. Yeah, no, I like him a lot. And then uh, Mr. Jax, shout out Mr. Jax, uh, Hasco, Dorenzo, or she's Gilbert now. Uh, they, they, they've all come out the shows and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah. No, it's really also cool. just know that like sometimes your teachers can suck, but also they have lives too. And their life can be kind of hard. It's impossible to be a fucking teacher. You're getting paid nothing dog shit to fucking sit there and like, just argue with bunch of idiots. Yeah. And a lot of these kids, parents don't discipline them. So oh you spend the whole class disciplining kids and the parents are worse you yeah. know they fucking they all got all got a bunch of horrible opinions they're not there they don't know what's going on um but i yeah i can't say enough like you know i think the thing that like helped me through school the most wasn't actually the classes was the experiences i had being in student council and hosting the pep rallies and hosting like all the other events and the morning announcements and drama you know, you never know. And I never thought that that was something that was going to help me. I just did it because I didn't want to learn chemistry, you know? And so it was, it, but now, I mean, it's my whole fucking life. And, you know, I trained myself without even knowing I was training myself. Nice. And so, you know, like follow your instincts and you never know where it's going to lead you because mine right. led me here. Amazing. Yeah. I was in marching band. I did every little activity I could and I just friends with everybody. You know, high school is, um, it had its ups and downs. And yeah. It's very dramatic, but at the end of the day, I kind of had a good time. Yeah. But then oh. I forgot about the bad times, so we don't know. Absolutely. All age concerts, too. Those are the best. Yes. You go to those little punk shows and shit like that. Right. And if you, sorry. And I was going to say, if there's like a band in school, like a rock band or like a DJ or something, mm-hmm. like a young, go to their party. If you're, if you get invited, like just go. It's going to be way more fun. It'll be fun. And if you, are getting your period for the first time, mm-hmm. bring extra pads or tampons and a couple little sheets of paper, toilet paper is not going to cut it. Yeah. And the nurses you covered. Oh yeah. We didn't have a nurse. You didn't have a nurse? No. You went to a crazy school. <laughs> we didn't have anything. Yeah. <laughs> we had like multiple nurses. No, we didn't have anything. What was your graduating class? How many number? How many people? I think like a hundred people. Wow. Co- maybe. Ours yeah. was over seven. Really? Yeah. Like there was like almost like, I think there was like 3,500 kids in our school. Wow. See, I started my period and I put on these white jeans and I was going to go see Titanic. Oh my And I God. was like, oh, I'm just going to put a couple pieces of toilet paper in my underwear and mm-hmm. then I'll go. It's a four hour long movie. Yeah. And I was just like, why am I, 
wet down there. And I was like, maybe I like Am I sitting on an iceberg. Leo DiCaprio is looking pretty fine. And um, I get up and I'm like, why did my pants feel wet? And I look down, I'm just like covered in blood. Oh, how'd you get out of there? My, well, you know, it's packed because it's like opening night or whatever. But it is dark. We all had to walk out of the theater in bright lights. So like hundreds of people had to see me. It's probably like not hundreds, but in your in your yeah, teenage yeah, brain, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. it's everybody. They all had to see the blood in my pants. So thankfully oh. nobody made fun of me because it was all adults. Yeah. And then I go, my friend's mom drove and guess what color? Her seats were on the car. White as well. White as well. Wow, big white day. Big white day. Yeah. And then she drops me off at the house and I have to like slide back to my parents and like knock on the door. And I have my, I had, an, I got out of the car and I walked like fate, like walking backwards facing the car, just kind of like smiling and waving really weird and then knocked on the door and they wouldn't leave until I got let in. So I was just yeah. like, come on, mom and dad, let me in. And then they let me in and I just like ran to the bathroom. So, yeah, bring extra ta- pads and tampons, whatever you use, two little sheets of paper, not worth it. Yeah, and in general, you know, white pants are a statement, you know, That's even right. w- even without your period. You get some barbecue sauce on there, you know, stuff like that. You be careful. Um, so you did band, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. And theater or no? In high school? No, theater wasn't until college. Oh, no, I did theater in high school. I did Grease. Fun. And I played Rizzo. Oh, you'd be a great Rizzo. Played Rizzo. And my mom suggested I try out for Rizzo, and I did, and I got it, and I was great. great. And people wrote my mother letters saying, how dare you let your daughter play a character that isn't a virgin? And she was like, <laughs> someone's got to play it. Yeah. It's a- <laughs> she was like, it's a play. It's pretend. I, I I watch my daughter. I know like she's a virgin. And they, they got so, so much about it. Oh, my God. I know. We had a career day and I brought my pink ladies jacket and I brought a boom box, as you do. Yeah. And I sang, look at me, I'm Sandra D." And I jumped on top of the desks and I say, I want to be an actress. Oh, that's fun. And then people were so embarrassed for me. They didn't look at me in the eyes. Really? That's right. Some people were laughing and smiling. And then mm-hmm. some people were just like, what is this bitch doing? Yeah, but you know. who gives a shit? I'm in LA, baby. Yeah, your life is a lot more fun than that, <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, who knows? Maybe they're having a great time. Yeah, yeah. Nah. Um. <laughs> right. I got invited to my friend's birthday party recently, my best friend in high school, Jennifer. What a lovely fun. woman. And she's married to a man. She fell in love with him because he could do handstands. Oh. She's like, he can do so handstands. So she met him in high school or is this recently? I think she met him senior year of high school and she was like, he can do handstands and walks up front and backwards and I love him. <laughs> I want to have kids with him. They have like three or four kids and they still been married. I'm sure those kids are very agile. They're probably right. hanging out with my buddy who jumped out the window. <laughs> um, thank you so much for uh, listening to us uh, talk about high school for a little while. I hope uh, if you're in high school that this uh, episode was able to help you out. Um, show up to our Twitch show if you want to talk about it. Um, our next Twitch show is going to be on June 7th uh, and, and the next one after that is going to be on June 21st. But uh, Cena is gonna sit in for me on that one, which I'm yes. very excited about. Um, they're all—it's uh, Brighter Side Live on Twitch. It's 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, every other Wednesday uh, at Twitch.tv/slash Last Podcast Network. Um, check us on Instagram, Amber Smelson, Eddie Tunes, and The Brighter Side LPN. And on Twitter, it's Amber Smelson and Brighter Side LPN. Um, on this is way in advance, but. 
We had our live show at the Pack Theater this past week, and it was a fucking bunch of fun. I had a great time. Everyone killed it. Keith Carey, Emily Fleming were amazing. Uh, the next one is going to be on uh, July 21st. Uh, it's a Friday, 9 p.m. Uh, Pacific. Of course, if you're out here, that's you know what time it is. And that's the Brighter Side Live at the Pack Theater slash Broadwater Theater, um, 6320 Santa Monica Boulevard. Patreon, Amber, what's up? My name is Amber Smelson on Patreon, and it's a way to support me as an artist. And I'm uh, patreon.com slash Tunes. I got a bunch of Spotify playlists on there, Napster playlists that I do exclusive for Spotify for a couple weeks, and then I release them to the public. Also, the home of the Eddie Tunes two-hour radio hour. The next one's going to be uh, an all-hip-hop episode, and that should be out very soon. And the next playlist, um, which is out on my Patreon and will be available for everyone next week, is Water Park Playlist 3. Oh, I love water parks. These are great. These are great. These are one of my favorite. It's a, I think it's a genre of music that I invented, which is basically just pop music from the 80s and 90s. But I it. call it water park music. Do they have Beach Boys on there? I've been listening to a lot of Beach Boys lately. Really? I, you know what? I was actually thinking that I wanted... I don't have one yet, but I was thinking I want to kick it off with the Beach Boys. Yeah. So maybe I'll do... I think I want to do like a lamer Beach Boys song, like something from the 80s. Wouldn't it be nice? That one's too good, I think. Okay, okay. I think I need... The water park music has to be like slightly shitty. Okay. You know, like it's a, it's a, it's a vibe. You know, um, but uh, if you um, if you're in Denver, I'm going to be out there June 16th and 17th at the Comedy Works. And uh, in August, I'll be uh, in Portland uh, on August 4th and 5th at Portland Helium with uh, Cousin Jeff. Come check that out. Um, you can still rent or buy How America Kill My Mother over at HowAmericaKillMyMother.com. Please go check that out. I love that movie. It means the world to me. Uh, someplace Underneath is back and thriving. How's it going over there? Who's coming up next? What's going on? Um, we've got some um, sort of so Telemundo stars. Uh, not, Interesting. Not Telemundo. How do I say it? Mexican singers. Okay. Who are very famous that I've never heard of, mm -hmm. but more, you know. Mexico. I only know Selena. Right, right. Like people love them and then come to find out. A lot of shady stuff going on. Oh, all right. Okay. Very interesting. Well, stick around and uh, give that a listen to learn a little more about that. Sticker giveaway is going well. We just got some. Thank you to Shannon from Boise. We got your, your wonderful letter and your stickers. And then we have we got one from Josh from Savannah. And uh, Josh just sent us in, uh, an empty envelope. We'll get you because we got... Um, Shannon gave us stickers and I got your address on the envelope. So we're just going to send you some shit anyway. That's right. And that's right. So don't worry about it. No mistakes here at the Brighter Side. But if you want your own Brighter Side sticker, you can send us a self-addressed stamped envelope to the Brighter Side, care of LPN PO Box 470, North Hollywood, California, 91603. Also, you can just hit us up and DM us. And if you want to be, uh, if you want us to just send it to you without you uh, sending us a stamped envelope, we'll get it out to you because so many people like Shannon send us extra stamps. And so it's no big deal. And then we'll just send it out so you can have it because we love you guys. Uh, thank you to our editor, April, uh, Madeline, our photographer, Ryan, our technician, and Maddie, our social media guru. Thank you for everything you do to help them make the brighter side even fucking brighter. And this week, Heartbreak. Heartbreak. Um, Tina Turner, 
one of the greatest oh, yeah. uh, one of the greatest performers of all time, uh, passed away this week. Uh, in my opinion, the greatest rock and roll voice outside of Janis Joplin. Absolutely. Uh, so she's and, simply the best. And that's the song that I want to I want to play, "The yeah. Best" by Tina Turner, because uh, it's oddly connected to high school for me. Uh, because every year when it graduate when graduation happened, like on the one of the TV channels, they would play that song, and then uh, they would go around all the graduations. She'd be like, "I'm Ed Larson, and I graduated from Olympic High." So simply the best, you know. Like, uh, so uh, I love it so much. So guys, um, shout out to Tina Turner. If you know you haven't really dove into her music, um, her solo career is great. All the stuff she did with uh, Horrible Ike was unbelievable. Um, give it a listen uh, she is the best and so Tina take it away This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.